The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. 15, 64, 50, 80, 90, hey, hey! Hey, you guys. Oh, my God. Welcome to a very Brady podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Jimmy. And with you as always, it's the other host of the show, Tag. Hey, I'm with them now. I'm not with you. No, you're, you're with all of us. Oh, that's wow. sweet. And on this podcast, we celebrate the iconic TV show, The Brady Bunch. As we break down the bunch one episode at a time, what we do, Tag, as you know, mm-hmm. we break it down. We do. We invited in Rocky Mountain High and all. <laughs> adopt, <laughs> adopt it only to have it wreak havoc because it's a fucking jinx. <laughs> Before we send it on its way down that country road to take you home. <laughs> all for you. Because thank God you're a country boy. <laughs> on, <laughs> on this episode, we look at season five, episode 17, entitled Welcome Aboard. If you haven't watched this episode, please feel free to stop the podcast and watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might make it a hell of a lot more funny if you do. The Brady Bunch is available to stream on Hulu, CBS All Access, Paramount Plus, and Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. So today's a special day, Ty. It is a special day. You want to tell everybody why it's a special day? Well, because I can reach out and touch you. That too, yeah. Uh, Who else can we touch? We can... (laughs) That, that other, <laughs> that other wheezing laugh you hear, yep. <laughs> is guys. We told you about him. We have, yeah. We've brought him up a few times. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you may have heard our guests on the podcast, Taint Funny, mm-hmm. or you may have seen him star in such YouTube videos as Chewy's Magnificent Wang, mm-hmm. Where Would You Do It, mm, where? or Happy Trees. Mm-hmm. He was the writer of a horror series, The Compound, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Please welcome longtime friend on the show and our own cousin Oliver, <laughs> Eric Snyder. Welcome, welcome buddy. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so Eric is a... <laughs> Dying apparently. <laughs> you all right? I'm better, thank you. Okay. So Eric is a longtime friend of the show. He's um just like we mentioned this before, and Jimmy just mentioned it too. Is like we used to have a, a, an old podcast called Tame Funny. It was uh Jimmy and I along with Eric and this other guy, John. And so uh it's I, nice I like to how be. John's just this other guy. Well, I mean he's not here. People <laughs> yeah, don't true. know him, you know. So <clears throat> to our listeners, he's this other guy, John. There you go. <laughs> so um so it's good having you podcasting with us again. It is. It's kind of yeah, nice. It's been a long time. Bringing back old times. Except we're dressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We are dressed today. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so what is, what is your history with the Brady Bunch? You ever watch it as a kid? Or is this like the first time you watched it or do you hate it or what? No, I watched it as a kid. I enjoyed it as a kid. I don't remember the stories. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I was coming into this. When I, I came just, in on season two, I hadn't watched very many episodes. I remember <laughs> liking the show. I don't remember. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. This, the day-to-day stories that I would watch. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, it was the same with me. Like I watched it tons as a kid, but there are some episodes here and there I don't remember like seeing. Or if I did, yeah, there's a lot of episodes I remember. Kid, so. Like Kelly's Kids? Oh. 
I saw that one time when I was a kid. I didn't even yeah. know that existed until we read it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, is there anything you want to talk about or don't want to talk about? Or? What wouldn't I want to talk about? <laughs> what was your childhood like? <laughs> I don't know. I'm open to you. It's <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> Ask away. So what's your, what was your take on this episode? Like, did you enjoy watching it? Did you kind of hate it? Did you think it was corny? Did you think it was awesome? Like, I remembered how, or I forgot how uh, corny is a good word. I mean, I guess <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. corny, overly excitable about certain things, you know, her having a baby <laughs> and they all went ape shit over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny. Greg even had his guitar and like started like rocking it yeah, like a baby. I and I was really like, stupid, yeah. I don't know any kid that would do that. <laughs> on this, on, for this podcast, we don't hold anything sacred. So we make fun of everything. Oh, okay. like we have our own yeah. theories. Like we're convinced that Mike, Wants to have a threesome with a black chick down the street. <laughs> we like, have tons of conspiracy theories. Yeah, and that's where that kind of animosity between Carol and Mike came from sometimes. Like, <laughs> and I remember, too, Carol um, has no job. Right. And she has a live-in maid and housekeeper and all that. And then she talks about how hard her day's been. <laughs> I thought that was rude, too, how they kept referring to him, the little demon kid is the, the ninth member of the family and I was like well what about fucking your housekeepers <laughs> that's true been there. I, think of that. well, I was like that's fucking rude now there's nine of us Alice is like cool yeah, yeah. well no that was just on that <clears throat> on the tour there was nine yeah. but yeah um, <laughs> yeah they always say that Alice is part of the family but yet they make her wear a uniform <laughs> <laughs> she never gets a day off. And every once in a while, she'd be like, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Brady, do you think maybe possibly this Saturday night, just for like two hours, I can get out and do go on a day with my boyfriend? Yeah. You know? Well, why? Where are you going? Like, <laughs> like, and then when she needed like a few days off, they made her find a replacement. Yeah, she had to find it herself. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> but if you remember in an episode, they heard them when they thought she was getting married. Yeah. Like, take two weeks off. She's like, nope. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, nah, I'm good. Like, That's it would have been like, hell yeah, I'm taking two weeks off. But. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much Alice got paid. <laughs> like, oh, do you mean like on the show? Like, Alice, not no, Andy Alice, Davis. Not, not Andy Davis. Yeah, Alice. Alice. Oh, probably not much. Because she got room and board. That's so. what, I, yeah, yeah. Of course, she had to make the board. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyways, <clears throat> all right. So I guess on that note, you know, we'll take our first break because I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when we come back, mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna look into uh, season five, episode seventeen. Welcome aboard. All right. So we'll be back. comic book fan we've got a few questions for you were you obsessed with x-men as a kid did you stand in line to get a copy of the death of superman in the black poly bag did you buy every image comic no matter how long it took to hit the shelves then have we got the show for you Wizards, the podcast guide to comics, is the podcast where Adam and Michael re-examine the 90s comic book boom through the pages of Wizard Magazine. 
and explore the world of gimmick covers, massive crossover events, and find out if those 20 copies of X-Force number one you stashed in your long box really did put your kids through college. And that's not all. We also bring you exclusive interviews with former Wizard staff members who tell behind-the-scenes stories from the guide to comics that defined a generation in our special series, The Wizard Files. And wait, there's more. You'll get mini-episodes with 90s comic book reviews and more nostalgic fun. Wizards, the podcast guide to comics is brought to you by the Retro Network every Wednesday. So subscribe today on your favorite podcast app. And remember to keep your books bagged and boarded. We are back. Now some hot and heavy stuff that you and I are going into. Wow. Well, you know, it really hasn't been been a while since you've seen them. <laughs> well, I wanted to show you my my, uh, my my new gymnastics moves. I needed a partner. Yeah, to, but did you have to, to do you. it with your tongue? That's kind of gross. Well, I mean, it helps as part of the move. So. Okay, that works. All right, <clears throat> so we're back. Let's look at season five, episode seventeen. Welcome aboard. Mm-hmm. Let's get some uh, facts about this episode. It first aired January 25th, 1974. Mm. It was written by Larry Ryan and Al Schwartz. Ah, Directed by Richard Michaels. Mm -hmm. According to IMDb, Robert Reed refused to participate in the pie fight scene at the end of the show. Can't imagine why. I don't know. It was such a clever scene. (laughs) Such an interesting way to... Um, Excuse me. Pies don't belong in your face. That's true. They belong in your mouth. Right, unless it's an apple pie, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cherry pie, saying. cherry pie. <clears throat> She's my cherry. Sorry. Robert Rist was brought aboard in an attempt to reintroduce cuteness to the show, since the original Brady kids had aged considerably since the show first premiered. Cindy was now 12, even though she acts like she's five. <laughs> it was not a popular decision with the show's fans, but by this time, ABC had decided to cancel the series at the end of the season because of the lukewarm reaction to Cousin Oliver. Wrist was not included in any of the Brady Bunch movies that were made in subsequent years. Aww. Man, it's almost like he was jinxed. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> or he jinxed the show. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Exactly. Yeah, that's weird. Or should it be... <laughs> I had too much fun with that last week. <clears throat> all right. So if all you guys are ready. Yeah. All yeah. right. We fade in. Ooh, I love fading in. Scene one. We open to see Mike pulling into the driveway in the convertible. He grabs his briefcase from the passenger side seat and gets out of the car. On the driver's side this time. Not sliding across the seat like he did before. Mm -hmm. As he walks around the car, he notices a blemish on the grill. He stops and rubs it before continuing on to the house. Hmm. I do that sometimes. Stop and rub (laughs) before I go into the house. Yeah. I only put Greg must be slacking on the car because he's all the every it seems like every other scene, Greg's outside pretending to clean the car. (laughs) That's true. Hmm. Hmm. Scene two, which by the way, you want scene one, two, and three. I would have just put as one scene, but that's you. (laughs) (laughs) Scene two. I remember asking you a goddamn thing. (laughs) 
That's funny, but I'm not going to put that in the episode. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. Scene two. In the family room, we see Bobby and Cindy sitting at the table playing checkers as Mike walks in and says, Hi, kids. Who's winning? Bobby answers, I'll give you a hint. Me. Mike smiles and says, Yeah? Huh. Hang in there, Cindy. Before continuing on into the kitchen. I almost put, hang in there, Cindy. You'll win one of these days. Because <laughs> yeah. it seems like every time they play, Cindy's losing. Well, she's the youngest, so she should be. She's also kind of the dumb. loser. She's also kind of dumb. <laughs> right, Eric? She's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Scene three. Mike briskly walks into the kitchen. Carol greets him with a, hi, honey. After the kiss, Carol asks Mike if he had a good day. Mike replies, oh, about the same as usual. Did you? And then laughs at his own question. (laughs) Carol answers, well, not quite as usual as usual. Mike simply replies, well, that's unusual. Hmm. I thought that was kind of funny. You want to tell me what made it not as usual as usual? Carol smiles and says, well, I merely found out that we're going to have an addition to the family. Mike replies, damn it, Marsha. I knew this would happen. <laughs> no, he didn't, he didn't really say that. That would have been funny if he didn't. Mike looks shocked as he asks, we're going to have a what? Carol gives Mike a look and says, well, six kids plus one equals seven kids. Mike stops, shakes his head and mumbles. I knew I should have worn one. Just as Bobby and Cindy come up from the window from the family room, Carol pauses and asks, well, aren't you going to say something? Mike tries to talk, but all that comes out is my mouth is willing, but the rest of me is too numb to cooperate. Honey, are you sure? I mean, are you really sure? Carol laughs at her husband's fear, saying positive. Are you sure that a man in your condition should be carrying that heavy briefcase? She takes (laughs) she then takes Mike's briefcase from him and leads him into the living room. Bobby and Cindy slowly look at each other. With Cindy finally saying, did you hear that? Mommy's going to have a baby. Bobby gets excited and says, well, the other kids find out. And they both run off. So that's fucked up. What? Just the Carol, like, intentionally, like, misleading Mike. About yeah. That. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up, isn't it? Yeah. What a bitch. And then later on, she acts surprised. Spoiler alert: When the, the kids find it, the kids think she's pregnant. <laughs> what do you? What? What do you? Yeah, wh- why? Where would you get that idea? Where the fuck you think? <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice Carol's audio sounded different? I think so. no, no. You didn't notice it? Oh, no. Okay. Um, but yeah, the other thing is like, did she even run it past Mike? Like, it sounds like she's you know, no. Like she already said yes. Like she's. <laughs> She's yep. basically informing Mike this is going to happen without ever asking him. <laughs> yeah. I think she does, like, in the next scene. Yeah. Oh, by the way, even though I said yes, it's cool, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. You don't mind, right? <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you got something? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, scene four. Kira leads Mike into the living room with a big stupid grin on her big stupid head, still relishing in the misery she caused him. She cheerfully asks, kind of shocked, aren't you? Mike responds, I didn't even see a jar of pickles in the refrigerator. That took me a second, by the way. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, when are we expecting? 
Carol giggles and replies, tomorrow, and it's going to be a boy. Mike, seeing that he's being fucked with, says, okay. Okay, Carol, come on. Uh, What's really going on around here? Carol laughs and says, oh, honey, I was just trying to be funny. (laughs) Did it not come across that? No? Okay. But but we are going to have an addition to the family. That is, if you approve, even though I already said yes. Mike says, oh, so you do know how to ask. (laughs) He didn't say that. No, he didn't say that. (laughs) Mike says, sure. (laughs) What do the kids bring home this time? A stray elephant? Uh. (laughs) Carol giggles again and says, no, it's my nephew, John Denver. I mean, (laughs) Oliver. (laughs) Can he come and stay with us for a while? Before answering, Mike asks, Oliver, how come? Carol says, well, Jack's being sent to the South America on an engineering project, and he's taking Pauline with him. Mike asks what we're all wondering. Can he take Oliver with him, please? (laughs) Carol explains, well, they wanted to very much, but he's just a little asshole. (laughs) I don't remember that line. No? Okay. That was there. Carol says... But it's a jungle area, and there aren't any schools. You can't build a school in the jungle, Mike. Well, plus you can get that fever they talk about, don't they? <laughs> jungle? Come on. <laughs> I get <it>. Jesus. <laughs> oh, well, honey, after all, Oliver is eight. Well, what do you think? Mike, seeing he's in for, says, I think I'll get some eight-year-old cigars to pass out of the office. Mike and Carol hug. Oh, isn't that nice? Yeah. Uh, Mike should have been like after making me think that no fuck that nope you ruined it (laughs) fuck you I was gonna say yes and yes to like other kids can stay with us too but never mind now I hate how Carol kisses ass when she wants something have you noticed that (laughs) she's all nicey nice that like carrying his briefcase and shit like she never fucking does that she never even greets him she's sitting there fucking cross stitching or something when he walks in the door yeah Mm -hmm. it's irritating so (laughs) (laughs) we So I always thought that uh, Cousin Oliver looked like John Denver, and that was like right, the joke right. there. <laughs> like, <laughs> their nephew John Denver. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw my mouth and out of can. Uh, it's funny. It's funny. Everything <laughs> What? <laughs> you have to get closer to the mic there, buddy. <laughs> okay. No, I have nothing to add. <laughs> He's like, but thanks for making me get close to my Objection. No, I'm Did you say nothing to add or nothing dad? <laughs> you both work. I'm pretty sure he said dad. <laughs> nothing dad. <laughs> <laughs> Scene five. Meanwhile, up in the girls' room, we see Jan and Marcia studying on their beds with Alice, of course, picking up after them when Cindy comes running into the room saying, I know the most fantastic secret in the whole world. Marcia says, Cindy, we're doing our homework. Can't your secret wait? Cindy smiles and simply says, only for nine months. Mm. Alice is the first to get it. Her eyes get big as she asks, what's that supposed to mean? Cindy, still smiling, says, it means mom's going to have a baby. Mm. Alice's voice gets high pitched as she repeats, a baby. Oh, wait, I got to do the thing. I'm just a geek with a squeaky voice. <laughs> you you inspired these, by the way. Insta buttons. Insta buttons. 100% buttons. inspired these. Um, Jan and Marsha, now understanding what's going on, both jump up asking, what? Marsha asks, how'd you find that out? Cindy, now with an audience, says, well, 
my ears just happened to be at the right place at the right time. I heard her tell dad. Jan says, that's really wild. <laughs> that's all she said. Followed by, Marcia, <laughs> followed by Marcia saying, it's super. Alice now hugging the trash can says, it'll be like old times. I used to be a pretty good burper as she pats the trash can. Hmm. Actually, she said, I used to be a pretty good burper. I'm just a geek with a squeaky voice. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> Marcia speaks up and says, hey, we better not let mom know that we know until she wants us to know. You know, mm. Jan agrees and asks, you understand, Cindy? Cindy, confused, wrinkles her eyebrows and shakes her head with a, uh-uh. Alice helps by saying, I'll sum it up for you with two words, sweetheart. Don't blab. Mm. Jan looks at Marsha, lifts her shoulders and says, a baby? Marsha grins from ear to ear and says, I can't believe it. Mm. So... Alice is like, I'm, I'm used to be a good burper. Like, no. I used to pride myself on my burping. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved burping my son. I still do when he's 15. He's 15. Yeah. I still do. No. <laughs> you know, come here. Sit on my lap. No. But I was, that was like my favorite thing to do is mm-hmm. like burping my son. Same here. My, my, Megan used to get mad at how much better because Luke or, or Jake or Kent would be crying because mm-hmm. she had to burp. And I'd be like, watch this. And I would always say that watches and I hand them. <laughs> and within like two seconds, <clears throat> finally, yeah. she's like, can you please not say watches? Because that makes me feel like I don't know how to burp my own child. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just kidding. And she's like, still, it makes me feel bad. Please don't say that. Well, I'm saying watch this, but really, obviously, you don't know how to burp your okay, child. Okay, I'll, I'll change it to let me do that for you. <laughs> <sighs> I love how Ann B. Davis uses the trash can as a prop. I don't know if that was like given to her by the director, but I thought that was kind of funny. Hmm. I don't know. Just the way she burped with it. And she was like, she ended up hugging it by the end. Cause she was all, <laughs> she was like cradling it. Yeah. But she, she has nobody else love her or hug her. So she has to hug the fucking trash can. Like, <laughs> the trash. I just thought that was kind of funny. That's her friend. Um, Made <laughs> right before Jan says a baby, you can hear someone either laughing really strange or like a chair leg on the floor. Did you catch it? No. I, I rewound it like six times because I was like, what the fuck is that? And it sounds like either somebody moved the chair really quick and it made like that noise mm. or somebody would like, huh, like, like laugh really loud. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's funny, like in older shows, like especially like Family Ties or something like that when you watch it, because yeah. you got the real live audience here. Yeah. There's always that one guy that has the funny laugh. Yeah. And I, I remember hearing in one episode on how they made it to the, there's this one guy that was just like, uh, uh, ee. Uh, like like laughing at parts. I'm like, how did they get through that show? <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I heard it's really fun when you go watch shows like that. I know. I've always wanted to do that. And yeah, it, yeah. it's free as far as I know. It is, yeah. But there's a waiting list. Yeah. So if there's a new show, like in season one, that you kind of want to get in on, maybe we should uh, look into it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll get on the finale. Maybe so. <laughs> Eric, you got anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> you watched the episode, right? Yeah. Okay. Scene six. Up in the attic room. In my own attic room. Uh, my attic room. <laughs> uh, we see Peter with a guitar Ooh, for a change. Oh, sitting- Scared me for a second. We see Peter. Like, whoa, nice. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you see Peter sitting on the bed with Greg sitting in a chair. Both laughing at a joke that was told when Bobby comes rushing into the room saying, hey, you guys, have I got great news? 
When Greg asks what, Bobby excitedly shouts, Mom's going to have a baby. Greg in shock exclaims, a baby? Peter follows up with, are you sure? To prove his honesty, Bobby raises his right hand and says, may I never read another comic book again. Peter, somehow convinced by this, looks at Greg and excitedly says, he's sure. Bobby then follows up by saying, don't tell mom I told you, huh? Greg chuckles and says, okay, as Bobby sprints out of the room. As soon as Bobby leaves, Greg grins and exclaims, what do you know? Peter says, wow, a baby. He then hands the guitar off to Greg, stands up and says, I can't practice at a time like this. I'm an expectant brother. And then runs off down the stairs for some reason. I don't know why. It was weird. Uh, Greg then gives the biggest and goofiest grin known by any human as he rocks his guitar like a baby. Which is natural. That's you do that all the time. I do it all the I know. time. I know. But I put down, that's how it, that's how Eric used to swear, but instead of comic books, it was porn. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know he's serious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> when I was, I was like, Eric, are you sure you're coming over today for the show? He goes, you, May I never watch another porn video again? <laughs> you did tell him he's not getting paid today, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. But we're gonna put this, push this episode up to the producers, and they're gonna take a look at yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't get that joke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I know, I, I know you guys noticed. What the fuck was Greg doing at the end? Like, why would why would the director give him that note? <laughs> no, I think you need to rock that guitar like a fucking baby. Well, like, Alice did it with a trash can. <laughs> yeah. Alice did it with a trash can, right. and so he was holding. The, I don't know. It was weird. Okay, not something a teen would do for sure. And it was right. extreme. It wasn't just like a little. It was like <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty violent. Yeah. <laughs> He was rocking the baby. Huh? He wasn't just rocking oh, the baby. Oh, it's a guitar. He was, and he was rocking, rocking the baby. Yeah, okay. All right, all right. I see now. Okay. okay. I get it. Okay, okay. I still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll draw pictures later. See, <laughs> ça va. Jesus. You just call me That's Jimmy. a lot of reading. Oh. <laughs> it is a long one. Down in the kitchen, we see Alice cooking with Carol quote unquote helping <laughs> by tossing Alice a salad. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's okay to laugh here, Eric. But when Alice sees that Carol is about to toss her salad, she shouts, Oh, don't do that, Miss Brady. <laughs> Carol confused as to why would all of a sudden Alice object to her tossing her salad <laughs> and asks, Why not, Alice? What's so funny? Uh, nothing was, Alice you know. takes this salad from her and says, well, salad for nine is a lot. And I use the, a lot of heavy dressing. Gross. Yeah, right? <laughs> Carol shakes her head in confusion and walks over to the cabinet to get plates out for dinner. But Marsha and Jan come running up to deny her of that, too, saying, um, hey, mom, you shouldn't be doing that. Let us set the table. You take it easy. Carol slowly asks, are you two volunteering to help? Hmm. Marsha gives Carol a look and says, are you? Because <laughs> she has a maid. She doesn't have a job. Okay, <laughs> right. <never mind. laughs> Carol feels their heads and asks, are you sure you're feeling all right? Marsha says, that's a question we should be asking you. They both smile at each other and begin walking towards the dining room. As the girls walk out of the room, Carol catches Alice, who's coming back in. She stops her and asks, Alice, is there something going on around here that I should know about? Alice looks deadpan as she says, well, 
If you don't know about it, Mrs. Brady, nobody does. Carol, confused, shocking, asks, what do you mean? (laughs) Alice simply says, nothing, nothing, nothing. Hmm. Carol stands there with her hand on her forehead, trying to think as Cindy and Bobby come running in saying, hi, mom. Bobby says, you look great. Cindy adds, better than you ever did. Carol, having had enough, says, okay, this is beginning to sound like Operation Blow, I mean, Snow Job. (laughs) (laughs) Did report cards come in today? Bobby attempts to explain, we just want you to know how happy we are about you looking so good. Hmm. Both Bobby and Cindy run off into the living room. Alice comes over carrying a bottle of milk, and Carol asks, Alice, what's for dessert? Alice asks, why? Did you have a craving for something special? A watermelon a la mode, maybe? Mm-hmm. That's my name in high school. <laughs> Carol lets out a, yeah, watermelon a la mode? That is a weird combination, Alice. That's <laughs> so stupid that she had that specific line. <laughs> Alice agrees matter-of-factly saying, yeah, but do you have a craving for it? <laughs> Carol, now with her hands on her hips like she means business, says... Okay, I demand to know what's going on around here. Oh, shit. She demands. Uh Uh-oh. Alice smiles as if she's excited to share the news that she knows, saying, well, if you insist, Mrs. Brady, we know about the new family edition, and we're all very happy about it. Carol smiles and says, oh, you've heard about Oliver. Alice's eyes get big as she asks, the fuck kind of stupid name is Oliver? (laughs) (laughs) She says, Oliver, won't that be kind of a funny name if it's a girl? Carol smiles, then it sinks in. Finally, Carol realizes as she says, wait a minute. Is this family under the impression that I'm going to have a baby? Mm. Alice says, well, I mean, what kind of moron would purposely make someone believe that she was (laughs) pregnant when she wasn't? I mean, that's just a fucked up and mean thing to do, don't you think? (laughs) She said that? She did. She said all that, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what episode I was watching. But she said it with her eyes. Oh, oh, okay. No, she says, are you under that impression? Carol, laughing at her stupid maid, says, no, (laughs) Oliver is my nephew. He's coming to live with us for a while. Alice, suddenly realizing her job just got harder, says, oh, (laughs) well, in that case, I'd better make a fast phone call and cancel that order. When Carol asks, what order? Alice says, the teeny tot diaper service. Alice then rolls her eyes as she walks off. Hmm. Carol stands there and laughs about all of this, still allowing her family to believe that they have a sibling on the way. (laughs) Finally, she says, oh, wait till those girls find out that they did the dishes for nothing. Hmm. She then throws a dish towel in the air because, you know, to hell with being a decent human being and setting the record straight, you know? (laughs) God freaking made Carol do any kind of work for a change. Right, yeah. She's literally throwing shit around the kitchen when everybody's trying to get dinner ready. <laughs> this is the hardest I've ever seen Carol work, and they stopped her. And, and the, half the hard work was her being fucking confused. <laughs> um, that fucking ugly blue necklace she wears. <laughs> but, like, this scene irritated because I'm... Because you can't help thinking, like, but you fucking told Mike you were. Like, right. how can you be confused that that's what people's thinking when you fucking said it? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, what the <sighs> fuck did she throw the towel in the air for? Uh, who knows with her? Because I take it that that 
stuff like that. The director's like, yeah, that that shit's good. That's gold right there. Throw, yeah, throw that shit up higher. Fuck it, just throw it. Like, <laughs> why? What does it add? Like, fuck it. <laughs> you got anything here? Would you do her? <laughs> Tackwood. Yeah. Who Carol? Um, yeah, probably. If she kept her mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a cute little body on her. I, I gotta admit, she, yeah. Flohan was talented. Ain't yeah. got a problem with Flohan, but Alice or but but Carol just irritates the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> Would you do Allison? Alice? There was one where what was it a dream sequence where Alice came in walk dressed as a French maid? Yeah, and she she'll surprise you if you saw her in a French maid maid outfit. You'd be like, damn, <laughs> is that true? Uh, well, I mean, it's true that he's correct. It was a scene like that. Yeah. But you, not, think she you, you don't agree? <laughs> I don't think I would do Alice, no. No? no. You'd do Carol before Alice? Yeah, for sure. 100%. What about Cindy? <laughs> scene eight. <laughs> She's a child, Jim. So is Marsha. Was a child. <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, but Marsha's almost 18. So? She's still a child. <laughs> Scene eight. <laughs> the next day, Carol has assembled everyone in the living room, except, of course, for Mike. She is explaining to the kids. Now, remember, Oliver is an only child, and it may take him a while to get used to having six brothers and sisters around. Greg speaks up first, saying, "He's not our fucking brother." He's not though. Like, why would she say that? Like, that's God. I really didn't. I missed that line too. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, you weren't paying attention. <laughs> it's a weird episode. Now, Greg says, well, we'll make him feel right at home. All the other kids join in agreement. Carol speaks up and says, I'm so glad you kids are happy he's coming to stay with us. Bobby then speaks up and says, hey, Cindy, now you and me won't be the youngest. We'll have someone to push around. Mm -hmm. Violently. (laughs) Carol just says, Bobby, (laughs) stop. But is interrupted by fanfare as the front door opens and reveals a miniature John Denver. Everyone runs over and greets Oliver as he walks into the living room. Carol actually says the line, Welcome to your new family. Hmm. Oliver replies, What? <laughs> no. Oliver replies, Thanks, Aunt Carol. <laughs> it would have been funny if he would have hit the ant. Thanks, Aunt Carol. <laughs> He's Aunt Carol. But I can't wait to get back home again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John Denver song. Uh, Bobby immediately grabs his arm and says, hey, Oliver, let's play basketball. Cindy grabs his other arm and says, no, let's play on the swings. Finally, Mike steps in and says, hey, kids, kids. He's not a wishbone. Nah. <laughs> but John De- or Oliver says, it's okay, Uncle Mike. I like being popular. It gives me that Rocky Mountain High. <laughs> <laughs> this is just one of the scenes I couldn't believe when I was watching it. <laughs> I mean, they turned into savage animals they the did, second yeah. this strange kid came in trying to rip him in half. <laughs> Somebody else. I get him. I get him. I'm like trying to kill him. <laughs> God. And then later in the episode, they just fucking let him play by himself. <laughs> Peter pipes up and says, hey, Oliver, you moved in in a great time. We're going on a tour of a movie studio Saturday. John D- or Oliver gets super excited and shouts, <laughs> Wow, I should have moved in with you guys years ago. The kids then run off with Cousin Oliver to show him the backyard. You won't believe the astroturf we have. (laughs) Carol and Mike stand there watching. Finally, Carol says, oh, Mike, I think Oliver's going to be very happy here. Mike says, 
Well, the kids are giving him a warm welcome. With their mouths. <laughs> no, <laughs> giving a sorry. mouth hug. Ew. Oh, God. <laughs> well, first off, no, they're not siblings. And I don't know why the fuck Carol is acting like they are. She's acting like she fucking adopted, like they're Kelly's kids. You know what I mean? Like she just fucking adopted Oliver. <laughs> right. She's like, we're going to have these as long as we're on TV. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> is she is she like jealous of the Kellys? Is that what's going on here? Like, <laughs> see, we adopted a kid too. <laughs> like that's your nephew. He's just visiting. And like, you know how I'm always paying attention to costume. Why is he? All, why is he wearing a raincoat? <laughs> He's wearing a blue raincoat. Like, what the fuck is he wearing a raincoat for? I don't know. Like, I, I thought Cal- like Los Angeles is known for not raining. <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> At no time in this scene do you actually see his face. What? Yeah, because they have him pushed to the front of this group of people, and he's either looking straight up or side profile or back behind. Like, at no oh. time do you get a clear shot of his face. Oh. <laughs> well, he looks like John Denver. So, there it he is. He does, yeah. So, <laughs> welcome to your new family, yeah, is what yeah. she says. That's her way of saying, your mom and dad don't give a shit about you. <laughs> this sounds like they're going to be on the news. <laughs> what happened is they were probably trying to smuggle. This is a conspiracy. They are probably trying to smuggle drugs back from South America because they're in the quote unquote jungles of South. You know what I mean? Oh. They probably got caught at the, you know, at the border or whatever. And now oh. they're in prison down there. No, they're selling um, organs, children's organs. That, or maybe she's a she's a prostitute, and he's like the next on the line, the lineup. <laughs> oh my god! So they just put him in random homes until they get him <laughs> to harvest what they need. They gotta wait for her pancreas to grow back so right. that they can come back. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. God, it's <laughs> dark. All right, scene nine. Up in the girls' room, we see Jan yet again painting in somewhere other than a garage. This time of Cindy, when John Denver comes walking in asking, can I watch? Jan says, sure. But when Jan asks Cindy to hand her some brushes, cousin Oliver, eager to help, says, oh, I'll get it. As he runs, he knocks the easel, causing it to almost fall down. Jan catches it before it hits the floor, but not before getting paint all over the painting. Right? Mm-hmm. Once Jan sees what happened, she yells, Oliver, you ruined my painting. You positively ruined it. <laughs> Oliver, feeling bad, says, I'm sorry. I was just trying to help. Jan just gives him the evil eye. Mm. Mm. What was up with that painting? <laughs> I don't know. It took me a minute to realize. I'm like, oh, shit. That's supposed to be Cindy. <laughs> It was like very abstract and had like the widest grin yeah. ever. But what I found interesting was, did you notice Cindy had like that, that Cheryl Teague pose with one hand on the head and one hand on the hip? Like, I don't know. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's photography <clears throat> stuff. Oh, Eric, are you guys know? No. I, I put down, that's got to be the ugliest painting I've ever seen. Yeah. Like that, that for was horrible. Sure. Um, he actually did her a favor. <laughs> and if I was Cindy, I would be offended. Just mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> poor Oliver, man. Like he just he was just trying to help. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He he's he he's just misunderstood. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Sweet baby angel. Yeah, he is he is a sweet baby angel. <laughs> Scene 10. Down in the kitchen, we see a close-up of Greg making a sandwich. Nice. While saying Alice. <laughs> <That's so creepy. laughs> 
I didn't mean for this to sound creepy. I really didn't. So I'm just like, nice. I didn't think it did. I thought it was appropriate. Okay. Well, you did look hot doing it. So. Well, I, I thought you meant the sandwich looked nice. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Like, none, none of us here thought anything gay. But see, when you're making a sub like that, I mean, the one thing that's missing is ketchup. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're going to get into that. Don't even get me started. <laughs> You don't know how many times I've gone to Subway. I was like, what the fuck? How do you not have ketchup? <laughs> We're going to get into that. Hold on. You're jumping ahead. <sighs> so <laughs> Greg's making a kitchen. He's not making a kitchen. He's making a sandwich in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> while saying, Alice, you certainly feed us well. As it begins to add a second layer to the sandwich, Alice says, careful. Don't build that too high. The city is built on an earthquake fault. Greg simply replies, I've only just begun. I've only just begun. <laughs> Sorry. As he grabs the ketchup and begins put. <laughs> <laughs> ketchup on the oh, fucking. Yeah, you, you, you watched that right. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck? I just don't get it. Uh, they could have easily done the same gag with mustard. No, mustard is appropriate. Right, but I mean, the reason it's ketchup is because oh, they needed I see the what gag. you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but they could right, have done right. the gag with anything. Right. right. Okay. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> grab gag. Grab gag. <laughs> Greg grabs the ketchup and begins putting it on the sandwich. Just then, the monster with the bowl cut comes in, asking, "Can I help make your sandwich that it's for you? Can I touch the shit you're about to eat?" <laughs> Greg says, "No, thanks. I'll get it." But Oliver grabs the bottle anyway, saying, no, I'm real good at ketchup. You got to hit it from the bottom real hard like this. But as he hits the bottle, ketchup shoots out all over Greg's shirt. <laughs> exactly. Alice, not surprised, looks at Greg and asks, think you got the hang of it now, Greg? Oliver just stares without apologizing. See, in my opinion, this is further proof that it's L.A. because they talk about the fault line. Yeah, exactly. Well, plus later we see Hollywood exactly, right yeah. there. So, But that poor kid frees up the ketchup for Greg <laughs> yeah. and doesn't even say thanks. I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, Greg didn't even say thanks. What a dick. What a dick. Um, you know Greg, Greg would have gotten it on his shirt anyways. Why? Because all was just misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to go against the grain because Oliver's such a little dickhead. <laughs> right. so I'm painting a different picture. Like, you know okay. what? Oliver's away from his family. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. he, he deserves some understanding. Sweet baby angel. Exactly. <laughs> Ketchup on a sandwich is weird, right? We're confirming this. Right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Do you think so, Eric? No. <laughs> I think Oliver's a future, I can't hear future serial killer. <laughs> I could see that, yeah. Yeah. He's the, if you look at his IMDb, he's done a lot of shit. The kid that played Oliver, John Denver. Oh, <laughs> the kid that played Oliver. He's done a lot of like like animation stuff and like voiceover work and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. Just kidding, he hasn't done anything. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He really has. He really has. All right, scene eleven. Just kidding. He lives in Palm Bay. <laughs> <laughs> he actually lives next door in this apartment complex. <laughs> he helps out at the Walmart Tire and Lube. <laughs> lube. You said lube. He said uh, tire. He was actually my dad. <laughs> Oh, all right. all. Out in the backyard, we see Bobby trying to empty the AstroTurf clippings on the analog lawnmower. 
when what do you know oliver comes walking in asking can i help (laughs) bobby who obviously struggled with this before says no it's all right i can handle it oliver not taking no says i'm supposed to help Hmm. and begins a tug of war with the garbage bag but after bobby continually says it's okay i can get it oliver lets go of the bag with the if you insist sending Bobby flying into the corner of the yard, breaking two (laughs) potted plants. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Oliver makes a face and says, Oh, gee, I'm sorry. I was just trying to help. Then lets out a weak chuckle. Bobby just glares at him, finally saying, No, that's all right. The worst dad can do is kill me. Hmm. No, I can kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Bobby clearly didn't need any help. He pretty much right. had it covered. Like, yeah. he had it all the way in the bag. He wouldn't struggle. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so it was weird. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, he's building his future personalities, trying to, <laughs> give, you know, work on his social skills, and he just can't get in. So he's, like, going to take it out on everybody someday. <laughs> do you think, like, when he becomes a serial killer, do you think he, like, makes people choke themselves and then he helps? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Can I help? Yeah. See, you're going to make me help. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then they go, whoa. And then they fall off the side of the building. <laughs> That's how he kills. He's not actually a serial killer. He just makes, has mistakes happen and people die. And um, then he picks up. This is where they actually got the phrase. Did I do that? Exactly. That's yeah. They got it from. Well, they cut out the scene where he's sitting around eating cheese. <laughs> um, <laughs> if Bobby would have just let him do it, he wouldn't have broken the pot. So it was Bobby's fault. That poor little angel. <laughs> He's just so misunderstood. Sweet little boy. It is. It was all Bobby's fault. 100%. <laughs> Scene 12. In the den, Mike comes walking in from the kitchen with a newspaper. He slaps Carol on the legs while she knits and sits next to her. Carol holding up a pink cloth. <laughs> a pink cloth. And asks, well, what do you think? Mike confused asks, what is it? Carol says, it's a six foot by five foot Afghan. It's a gun rack. (laughs) Mike looks at it, chuckles and says, you're short a few feet. (laughs) Carol just shakes her head and goes back to what she's doing. As Oliver comes walking in from the kitchen and wearing his orange pimp robe. (laughs) He comes in saying, Uncle Mike, Aunt Carol, can I say something? Mike says, you just did. Mm. Mike puts his paper down, leans forward and says, well, sure you can. What is it? Oliver says, I just wanted to say goodnight and thank you for letting me stay here with you guys. See, he's an angel tack. (laughs) (laughs) Carol puts her arm around him and says, oh, Oliver, we're so thrilled to have you here with us. Oliver sits next to Carol on the couch, looking at the floor. Carol finally says, now you go on upstairs and go into bed. We'll be up in a minute to tuck you in. And you know what? Tomorrow. You, you got to hit the H on that. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> Tomorrow, we're going to help you write a letter to your mommy and daddy because you're only eight years old and you're not right yet. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you miss them, huh? Oliver says, not really. All she does is sit around all day. It does nothing as the maid does everything around the house. Nah, I like Carol. <laughs> that, is, oh my, that is like Carol. Oh, my God. It's like they're related. <laughs> Oliver says, yeah, but when you get as big as I am, you understand those kinds of things. Mike nods and says, we figured you would. Oliver continues saying, anyway, 
I really like it here. It's super. Good night. Bye bye. <laughs> As he runs up to bed. Jan said that. Bye bye. As he runs off to bed, he has inadvertently snagged on Carol's afghan and begins to unwind it. Instead of grabbing the yarn and stopping it, Carol just yells like a moron for him to stop running. Finally, Mike grabs the yarn and stops it from unraveling. Carol just sits there saying, oh, my poor afghan. (laughs) Exactly. Oliver comes walking back into the room, winding up the yarn. He hands it to Carol and says, gee, I'm sorry. It got tangled around my foot. Carol pats his hand and says, that's okay, Oliver. It wasn't your fault. As Carol looks at her tangled mess of yarn, Mike says, well, look at the bright side, honey. You're not going to have time to finish that anyway. Carol looks up from her yarn mess and asks, what do you mean by that? Mike says, well, I have a year-old hand-knit socks to prove it. Carol says, oh, yeah? As she rubs her yarn mess all over Mike's face. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Mike just smiles as if to enjoy her rubbing it all over his face. Hell, yeah. He passionately kisses. If you know what I'm saying. And I think you do. Hell, yeah. Right, Eric? What the fuck? (laughs) Eric's like, what show did I step into? This got yeah. fucking weird. <laughs> Why is Jimmy's pants off? <laughs> <laughs> He's getting ready for the pants off dance off that happens midway through the show. <laughs> I guess that's when I take a break. Is that what? Afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> that's so stupid. Um, but that boy yeah, came all the way downstairs. To yeah. talk to them, and they send that poor little angel back upstairs to tuck himself in. Tech. That is fucked up. That poor little boy. Yeah. Then Carol almost kills him, trying to trip him with the fucking yarn. Poor child. <laughs> but I love how Carol just holds the afghan and yeah. like doesn't even attempt to make it stop nope. unwinding. She's just like, ah! like finally Mike has to reach over and fucking grab it. Well, like, she says something. Mike, do something. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how she was. <laughs> Oh no, this I do something. Exactly. This thing's unraveling. What do I do? <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Carol's so fucking stupid. <laughs> Alright, scene 13. Up in the boys' room, we once again see the bunk beds. I know. With Oliver snoring away. Bobby sits up and gives him a dirty look. Finally getting up, walking over to Peter and saying, hey, Pete, are you sleeping? Peter immediately wakes up saying, are you kidding? Who can sleep with that buzzsaw going? <laughs> this is where I thought or I was hoping that they were going to like smother him in his sleep. <laughs> I was like, that would be make the show awesome right now. <laughs> Bobby, I thought they were going to do like a blanket party. <laughs> like like on uh, um, full, uh, full Metal Jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bobby adds, yeah, for a little guy, he sure snores big. Peter adds, he sounds like the MGM lion. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. Bobby says, he sounds like Tack. And they both look in the camera. <laughs> I, I, do, I do be snoring. That's for sure. Bobby looks back at Peter and asks, how are we going to get any sleep? Peter thinks for a moment and says, I read once where you can stop people from snoring by rolling them over. Let's try it. Peter and Bobby jump up and run to Oliver's bed. They climb up on the bunk bed and begin trying to roll him over. 
But as they do, they fall backwards, knocking the lamp onto the floor, making a huge noise. <laughs> it's just funnier doing that one. But, but also, at the same time... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oliver jolts awake and with an attitude says, would you guys be a little bit more quiet? The guy can't even get any sleep around here. Oliver then slaps his pillow for some reason and rolls back over. Peter and Bobby just glare at him. He didn't just slap his pillow. Mm, like he punched it. Oh, he, he did? Like, yeah. Boom. He showed that pillow who's boss. <laughs> He's like, fuck mother- you, pillow. Fuck you, pillow. Where's the next pillow at? Exactly. So I feel like that land breaking, that's on them. Then like, I, I take back the tiki thing. <laughs> the only thing Oliver is guilty of is being a sleeping sweet baby. Exactly. Angel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are some ugly pajamas. Did you see his pajamas? Which one? Bobby's? No. Cousin Oliver's. I saw your note when I was watching, and then I was like, ooh, let me look. And I saw Bobby's ugly ass pajamas, but that's it. His look like, um, Bobby's look like uh, scrubs from like a hospital. I know, they look like yeah. they were issued to him. Yeah, that camera. Like, Kayla he didn't buy them. That. They were issued to him. Kayla was like, aren't those what they wear? Isn't that what nurses wear? <laughs> I guess kind of. Is he an inmate sometime? Why would you roll him over when he's already on his side? Yeah. That doesn't make I sense. I saw the same thing. Um, I swear Bobby is a like fucking straight up stunt performer at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like Peter just pretends to trip over a side table and f- kind of loosely falls on the floor, bracing himself. <laughs> Bobby's on the, the bunk, <laughs> yeah. falls backwards off the bunk and like lands on his back on the floor. Like, what the fuck? Damn. Yeah, there's because we've talked about in the past. There's so many times where he does his own stunts, like like the yeah. stairs and shit. Like true that, true that. But also I love that shag carpet. You see the shag carpet they're laying on? No. No? Hell yeah. That shit was awesome. It looked like somebody <laughs> fucking latch hooked that shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Scene 14. The next day, we're down in the family room. Greg is sitting down studying with Peter and Bobby, trying to convince Bobby that Oliver is bad luck. Bobby starts saying, I'm telling you, Oliver is a jinx. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to use it at least once this episode. (laughs) Right. Greg laughs and says, oh, come on. Peter joins in asking, what about the ketchup he doused you with? Greg answers, it was an accident. Bobby adds, what about the flower pots he made me bust? Peter adds, and the lamps last night. Just then, the three girls walk in. Cindy asks, are you talking about Oliver? Jane immediately starts in saying, he's a disaster area and I've got the painting to prove it. Marcia says, no shit. That was awful. (laughs) What an ugly painting. <laughs> no, she says, Jan, that was just an accident. Plus, you suck at painting. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Jan adds, but what about the dishes he made you drop? What dishes? When did that happen? It didn't. It must have been a cut scene. No, it was. Um, they were talking about Marsha. Right. Right. But it was a cut scene. But yeah, Marsha. Yeah. cut scene. Marsha says, well, I guess that was just an accident, too. As the camera widens, out of, what does that mean? Camera widens does it grow, Jimmy. They don't people understand. Yeah. I thought you went to film school. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the listeners, as the camera widens out of the window, 
<laughs> to show Oliver outside overhearing this. We hear Peter ask, how come we're having all these accidents only since Oliver moved in? Bobby agrees, saying, yeah, I like Oliver, but he's a jinx. Cindy adds, sure looks like that. Jan says, I wish you could have stayed with some other relatives, Damn. especially with those ugly ass glasses. <laughs> Craig says, yeah, and that fucking bowl cut. I mean, who does that? And those stupid plaid shirts. I mean, dad doesn't even wear those. But I think grandpa did. <laughs> Peter says, yeah, but I guess there's nothing we can do about it. We're stuck with him. Jan quietly says, <laughs> nothing legal. And they all laugh maniacally. <laughs> I just thought it was so mean when she's like, couldn't I stay with another relative? I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. So I'm like, well, let's bring this all the way. I think this really fucked up. (laughs) Let's keep going with that. (sighs) They really need to get glass in their windows so this shit quits happening. Like, right. um, (laughs) Otherwise, you know, obviously it's had enough. uh, Nobody would have heard this and the problem would have been solved. (laughs) The episode would have been like 10 minutes. That's true. There you go. Do you have anything, Eric? No. No? Well, in that case, we're going to take our second break. So, the kids all believe that Cousin Oliver's a jinx. He's going to kill somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Everything the kid touches turns to shit. (laughs) Is he a jinx? Will the kids see he's nothing more but God's gift to a dying family sitcom? (laughs) Will Oliver give in to sweet surrender and just... Fly away. Yeah, yeah. We'll find out when we come back. Coming in the fall of 2022, Tommy and the Order of Cosmic Champions, a new novel inspired by the toys and cartoons of the 1980s. Click the link in today's show notes to preview now. The book follows 11-year-old Tommy Grant, who is trying to deal with some unfavorable circumstances in his otherwise tranquil life in rural 1980s Ohio. He retreats to the thing he loves most, the Order of Cosmic Champions, a long-running animated TV program and line of toys that provides Tommy with a much-needed boost of joy, especially when he discovers that the manufacturer is holding a nationwide create-a-character contest. The winning design will be made into an action figure and be sold the world over, with its creator becoming president for a day at the headquarters of the manufacturer. But when Tommy's character design loses out, his world begins to crumble, and you can only think of one way to fix it. Find the kid that submitted the winning design and try to convince him to help make Tommy's dream come true. Visit orderofcosmicchampions.com now where you can read about the inspiration for the new book. Watch the teaser trailer. Listen to the official theme song, Stand or Fall, by Stan Bush. See action figure designs based on the Order of Cosmic Champions characters and sign up for updates on the novel's progress and upcoming release date. That's orderofcosmicchampions.com or click the link in today's show notes. Tommy and the Order of Cosmic Champions, a new novel by Anthony Rapino and Anthony Great. 
coming in the fall of 2022. And we are back. Ooh. Yeah, that was a good break. Mm-hmm. That was a good break. Wasn't a good break? Mm-hmm. I finished. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, over the years, like when we've done this show, over the year, that sounds weird saying that. So we've been on a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Um, Two and a half years. We were, Tack and I referred to, quote unquote, the shop that we used to work at. Right. Well, we all okay. used to work at. Yeah, yeah, we all used to. Yeah. Do you have any fond memories of the shop that you want to talk about? Any funny stories? Any anecdotes? There's all stuff I've told like 20 times. Not on this show. Not on this show. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Ooh>. <laughs> um, <laughs> most of the gross ones are. What stay with me the longest, the most horrifying, <laughs> well, like, what, gripping. One that you used to talk about that used to come up regularly on Taint Funny yeah. was mm. the Mad Shitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you want to fill the people in? And I actually remembered some of those like post part, you know, what's it called? The traumatic post- PTSD? Yeah. Because I was listening to um, Edward Scissorhands on the TV talking about getting shit in his bed from Amber Heard <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and like it's listening it's... to him like explain and like try to you know give a description of it and <laughs> calling it grotesque and everything else and I was like oh my god <laughs> I couldn't stop watching or laughing and then started remembering my own <laughs> shit stories it's kind of funny for some reason that when Johnny Depp like laughs doesn't he look like Eric when he laughs I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, it's a similar never, look on their face. Mm, I, don't know. I don't know. That's not, that's never come up, but that's maybe. What do you mean? Maybe a similar face? How do I laugh? <laughs> well, watch Johnny Depp when he's sitting in in court. Well, it looked like you were about to just, try because you like <laughs> yeah, you, were, you like started to and then stopped. So he's like, you, "Shit, I better not do it." He's right there. Can you just finish? I mean, <laughs> does the laugh? Don't finish. Finish. Just. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> but it's just, every time I see him do this mm. laugh. It just, I always think of you, and this is funny. Aww. You actually had like a hyper, like a hyper, hyper happy face when you were about to. <laughs> like, oh, watch this, guys. I'm like, You're, like, I'm excited. I'll get a laugh out of this. And then, like, he stopped. Yeah. Oh, I got material. <laughs> you know, you were like, oh, I got material. You're about to do it. <laughs> no, I can't do it. But next time you watch Johnny Depp laugh in court, that's. Well, I want to know how Johnny Depp laps. I mean, it's in your head. <laughs> Show us. He does like a, like he'll be listening, kind of leaning forward a little bit, and he'll be like, and then somebody else say something stupid, and he just goes like, <laughs> and he just looks like. <laughs> did you see the Saturday Night Live skit that they did on? <clears throat> and it was just funny because they're all like laughing and stuff in court. And then like her, her attorneys would be like, objection. And then the, the judge is like, stop. This is just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing this because it's funny. <laughs> Why do you think it's unprofessional? Or <laughs> no, I like when they objected to themselves <clears throat> and everybody's just like, the fuck? Did that really just happen? Like, <laughs> that's awesome. I object. Good call. There's a couple of times like I was watching just laughed because something really stupid happened. (laughs) 
That's it. That's it. He nailed it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I'm comparing you to Johnny Depp. Take the compliment. Jesus. Yeah, he's actually a cool actor. <clears throat> Have you seen um, uh, some of the little like videos where it looks like she's snorting cocaine in court? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. You think, you think she is? I don't know. Yeah, Eric, do you think she is? I don't know her well enough. <laughs> <laughs> but for I, some reason, I believe the shit story. I don't know. It's, it's bizarre yeah. enough. It's out there enough. And enough people, I don't know. I believe it. I like I like when, um, <laughs> when the lawyer asks Johnny Depp, you're considerably bigger than, than Amber Heard. And he's like... <laughs> I wouldn't say that. And just the look on her face, she's like, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> well, it's true. It's not like he's like 6'5", and she's like 5'1". Or something. But the look on her face, she's like, you fucking asshole. Like, he's short. Did you see where the lawyer was flipping Amber Heard off? <laughs> I just, yeah. yeah. That was pretty funny, yeah. too. Yeah. You pour yourself a mega pint of wine. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things I laughed at. A mega pint. He's, he's pint. such an ass. A mega pint. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of unit of measurement is that? <laughs> or when they asked him, is this a picture of you passed out on the couch? He's like, this is a picture of me sleeping <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. We're so topical. We are topical. Look at us being all topical and shit. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I can't wait till season two of that, John. That's going to be funny. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> How long is it going to go on? I don't know. It's they took a week off. Like, I guess mid-season break. There's a few days where I didn't pay attention. Ron texted me and he was like, "Hey, what's going on with the case?" I'm like, "I don't know." And I was like, "Is even still going on?" And I looked up, shit, still is. I was supposed to go on for like six weeks or something. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that is like a a season. <laughs> they, gotta, they gotta find another country to do it in so that they can go through all this again. <laughs> <laughs> they, they picked Virginia. Why did they pick Virginia again? I forget. There's a reason why they picked Virginia. I, I think that's where they used to. No, I don't no. know. Oh, because that's where the the article was published. Oh, okay. I think. Oh. I think you're right. Yeah. All right. So are we ready to get back into this? Yeah, let's do this. Unless you guys had anything else. Hmm. Okay. All right. So when we left off. Carol's nephew, Oliver, has come to stay with the Bradys for a while. Oh, at first, the family, (laughs) at first, the family was happy for the addition until they find out that he's nothing but a jinx. (laughs) (laughs) And a stain to the Brady name. (laughs) (laughs) Everything he touches. He destroys at no fault of his own because mm. he's a little jerk. <laughs> Look what you did, you little jerk. All right. Scene 15. Out in the backyard, we see Carol with a basket over her arm, putting on gloves as she walks out of the screen door from the kitchen. She leaves the door wide open, turns and shouts, Alice, if you need me, I'll be in the back gardening. <laughs> as she walks out, she sees two feet sticking out from the doghouse. 
Carol is somehow confused at what this is, seeing that Bobby just did the same shit last season. (laughs) Walks over to it to investigate. She leans down and says, Oliver, what are you doing there? Oliver answers back, better not come near me, Aunt Carol. When Carol asks, why not? Oliver says, something bad will happen. I'm a jinx. (laughs) That's just funnier, but no. I'm a jinx. (laughs) Carol Confused asks, a a jinx? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Uh, Oliver says, yes, Aunt Carol. A jinx. (laughs) (laughs) No, he didn't. No, he didn't. She then grabs Oliver by the ankles and pulls him out of the doghouse. Oliver sits up and looks at Carol as she asks, okay, Oliver, what's going on? Oliver props himself on his arm and says, dude, where's your dog? (laughs) (laughs) He says, I told you I'm bad luck. If I found a four leaf clover, it would probably turn out to be poison ivy. Mm. But that would never happen to me. Because thank God I'm a country boy. (laughs) Carol changes the subject by asking, Oliver, who gave you the idea that you were a jinx? Oliver says, the other kids. I heard them talking. Carol leans in and asks, what'd they say? (laughs) Oliver says, the fuck did you think they said? That was a fucking jinx. (laughs) Whenever I go, no, wherever I go, terrible things happen. And they're right. I'm bad news. Carol puts her hand on his chin, lifts it, and says, Well, I've got good news. We're going to solve your problem right now. Come on, Mr. Jinx. (laughs) Oliver says, Okay, bitch. I mean, what? (laughs) That's what they call you? Like... Call him Jinx? Call her bitch? No? All right. right. All right. Whatever. So, Carol has a plan to solve Oliver's problems. That's awesome. Exactly. It is awesome. Okay. Now, this is the Carol I can get behind. She's finally got a plan. Exactly. She's going to solve his problem. Exactly. This is awesome. I'm excited for the sweet baby angel. It's not You're going to get behind her. Hell yeah. (laughs) Get behind her. What is the basket for? It's to hold her gloves. (laughs) I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) Like that rake thing that looks like Freddy Krueger thing. A trowel, I okay. Well, what are the, but they don't grow any anything in the garden that she needs to collect. Like, what the fuck does she have a basket for? Like, it's to bring her little tools out. Oh, maybe. Um, where did the doghouse go? He was like, he was just in it, right? But she pulls him out of the doghouse, right? Yeah. And then they show a shot over the shoulder of Carol looking at at Oliver, and the doghouse is fucking gone. Oh. <laughs> and then they go back to the wide shot, and the doghouse is back again. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, like, where's your dog? <laughs> <laughs> but I also want to say that Carol's just so smart. Just she, she asks those hard hitting questions that nobody else can ask. Like, she's not afraid. No. Uh-uh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who said you were a jinx? The kids. What'd they say? <laughs> that I'm a fucking jinx. Like, what do you what do you mean? Like, are you fucking with me? <laughs> Which part's confusing for you? Scene 16. In the den. Carol's idea of solving the problem is to have Mike tell him. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Carol was going to give like 
actual real advice and nah, something. You should have known better, Tech. Come on. Now. <clears throat> anyway, Mike says, Oliver, take my word for it. There is no such thing as a jinx. <laughs> Carol adds, <laughs> Carol adds, we think it's good luck to have you here. Oliver finally speaks up and says, I thought so too, but there sure is a lot of evidence on the other side. Mike chuckles and says, well, look, maybe you did cause a couple of minor accidents, but that can happen to anybody. Oliver agrees, but adds, but I'm very good at it. Genius Carol adds, Oliver, anyone who believes in the jinx is just superstitious. Good. Mm, yes. <laughs> you know, I actually, I downloaded some more stuff, but I didn't get a chance to put it together yet. But mm-hmm. I was literally going to play the soundbite of Vincent Price and him going, oh, Oliver. <laughs> Oliver. Mm, yes. Oh, I didn't even put that, that together. Yeah, and he yeah. calls him Oliver. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, Oliver takes a deep breath and says, that's me. And I was trying hard to make everybody like me. Carol goes into mom mode saying, oh, oh, Oliver, <laughs> everybody does like you. <laughs> now you just forget about all that jinx business. Promise? Oliver says, well, I'm willing to forget about it if the other kids are. Mike, who speaks up for his kids, now says, now that I can guarantee. Hmm. So this poor child, yeah. mm-hmm. his parents left him. Mm-hmm. His mom cares more about getting some dick than she does getting some love from her kid. No, I thought she was uh, harvesting organs or she's getting dick or she's, mule- she's harvesting mule- an organ. All right, <laughs> <laughs> she's harvesting the, harvesting the harvesting the shit out of that organ. <laughs> he made a few minor mistakes that could have happened to anybody, and boom! Now he's labeled a jinx. <laughs> That poor, poor, sweet angel type. (laughs) But I like how Mike is looking for what to say when Carol's talking. I don't know if he caught, like, I should say Robert Reed. Right. I I saw your note there and actually rewound a little bit and watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You can tell he's like, he's almost like at a loss for words. That's pretty cool. Um, So, Eric, one thing we do here is we always bash on Carol because we we hate the character Carol. Remember, not Florence Henderson, but we hate Carol. And we always give. Who? Carol? Who's Florence Henderson? No, Flohan. Oh, okay. Flohan. Excuse me there. <laughs> but we always like praise like Robert Reed because he's such a good actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he plays Mike. He Craig. has these little nuances to it that makes it, I mean, it's a campy show, but he makes it believable. Yeah. <clears throat> Why don't you like her? <laughs> She's just the most inconsiderate pain in the ass wife on television. Like, it's amazing the lengths that she'll go to to make <clears throat> Mike's life just a little bit harder. Like it's yeah. great. It's for amazing. Instance, for instance, she had an, an ex-boyfriend from high school yeah. come into town and she literally flirted with him on purpose just to make her husband jealous and thought it was funny. And it wasn't like that's not me and Tax take on it. Like that was written to the script. Like it was she was purposely flirting with him. Yeah. And then he was like, um, I don't really like this. And she was like, ha 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 and thought it was funny and kept doing it. And then she forced Mike to to buy her a new dress for her boyfriend and then told him after the fact. She's such a bitch. She's <laughs> such a fucking bitch. God. But at least she works hard at home and <clears throat> takes care of the kids. And oh, oh yeah, she doesn't do anything. Works hard at that fucking cross stitch. <laughs> it's just needlepoint. Needlepoint, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> and the macrame. 
Lychuk, whatever it is. <laughs> Crochet, <Sorry>. whatever. <laughs> macrame. <laughs> I forgot about macrame. I'm surprised she didn't macrame because that was like big in the 70s. <laughs> they have a bunch of plants and shit hanging everywhere. <laughs> are, you, are, you fun of, are you making fun of my house? You have plants everywhere. Not now, about. but I mean, growing up, because my mom was big on macrame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She always had like <laughs> had plant hangers that she made, and yeah, my we had wicker <sighs> and macrame everywhere. <laughs> my, I had a, a friend that was really into to uh, latch hook. Yeah. Like, check this out! Like, cool, a, a shag unicorn. That's neat. Like, <laughs> a shag, a shag Tweety Bird. <laughs> yeah, which is one I actually did when I was a kid. <laughs> a Tweety Bird one. Yeah. Did you ever do latch hook there? No. no? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? I wonder if if cousin Oliver, yeah, is the tiki idol reincarnated because the no. curse never went away. Follow it follows because it's it's Oliver. You know what I'm saying? Like Oliver. Yeah, there's a connection here. Yeah. So not the little tiki. You're talking about the big one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Vincent Price yeah. was like making out. They, fo- they followed. It followed the Brady. And it, what did it do? What did it do? It fucking canceled the show. Exactly. Jimmy, look, I have chills. chills. Goose pimples. Goose pimples. You have a goose pimples there. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Scene 17. Down in the den, we see a close-up of Mike. He starts by saying, I'm surprised at you. You had poor Oliver shaken up. Jan says, well, we had no idea he was listening, Dad. <laughs> Cindy bails out the production by saying, or else we would have closed the window. Hmm. And then she looks at the director and winks. <laughs> Mike says... Honey, that's not the point. Peter now speaks up saying, we don't have anything. Wait a second, wait. Peter speaks up? Oh, no. Peter don't speak up. No? No. Peter pipes up. There it is. Peter pipes up saying, we don't have anything personal against him, Dad. He's a nice kid. Bobby finishes saying, but it's just sort of weird being first cousins to a catastrophe. (laughs) (laughs) Mike now defending Oliver says, Oliver is not a catastrophe. Oliver is the Antichrist. <laughs> you know what sound we should have got? We should have got the exorcist theme. Like, dee 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 dee. Song twos, dummy news. It's from the Omen. <clears throat> from the Omen. <laughs> Damien. Look, those accidents happened. Because he's just trying too hard to be helpful. That's all. Or they're coincidences. Peter looks at Bobby and reasons, I guess dad's right. Everyone nods in agreement. Mike finally speaks up and says, now remember this. For the time being, at least, Oliver is a member of this family. And what we do, he does. And where we go, he goes. Is that clear? All the kids agree, saying, yeah, Mike finalizes the conversation by saying, now start making Oliver feel like he belongs. After Mike gets up and walks away, Cindy speaks up and says, boy, I guess that means Oliver has to come with us on the tour to the movie studio Saturday. Jan agrees saying, yeah. Peter pipes up saying, 
I sure hope we don't run into any more of these so-called coincidences. Hmm. Bobby agrees, saying, yeah, just when we ask for an autograph, we'll get hit by a truck. <laughs> I guess Marsha and Greg didn't need to be present for this meeting. Or? They didn't really have anything. Well, I guess, yeah, they didn't really have anything happen to him. Greg had some... some um, he had to catch, catch up for a sandwich. Well, I mean, I don't think Greg and Marsha b- bought into the whole jinx thing. Yeah, I guess they weren't really... You know what I mean? <laughs> they weren't really pushing the whole jinx issue. <laughs> it's like we have one mind. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> I guess that's why they weren't part of it. That makes sense. Yeah. Jinx! Okay. Just trying to keep you on your toes here, Jimmy Klein. Doing it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if Eric had something to say. He's looking at me and you Jinx. like. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No. No, no. You're going to take the. You're going to take that last sound effect as a fail. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Scene 18. Out in the driveway, we see the boys playing basketball with the girls painting a vase on the patio table. Apparently, not seeing the danger at all here. <laughs> Jan asks Marsha, can we help you paint it? But Marsha answers, I've got to do it myself. I get a grade on it for my class project. And no offense, but I've seen your paint jobs. <laughs> <laughs> As we hear the sounds of the boys playing basketball, we see Jinx... <laughs> No, we see John, or shit, I mean, Oliver, come walking out through the sliding glass door, once again, has been left open. He walks up to the girls and says, hi, to which they all reply, hi. 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 Marsha, in an excited, childish type voice, asks, hey, Oliver, how would you like to learn about ceramics? Can you say cer- <laughs> ceramic? Oliver politely declines, saying, no, thanks. Jan tries to persuade him, saying, come on, Oliver, it's fun. Oliver explains, I better not. I might bring some bad luck. Cindy now speaks up, saying, oh, you won't. Dad said you're not a jinx. (laughs) 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 Oliver smiles and smartly says, well, let's keep it that way. Oliver then begins walking over towards the ball game. When Greg sees him, he says, hey, Oliver, how about playing with us? Greg throws the ball to him and says, you and me against these two clowns. <laughs> but once again, Oliver declines, saying, no, I just better watch. Peter, with his hands on his hips, talking like a Star Search contestant that just got done dancing, says, come on, Oliver. We need another guy. <laughs> That's so dumb. I'm going to start a foundation for homeless children. <laughs> I'm going to take my money and try to buy my grandmother's house. <laughs> you, only, you know you only won like 10 grand, right? <laughs> Oliver throws the ball back saying, I'll burst the ball or something. The guys begin to argue back. Finally, with Bobby saying, that jinx stuff? It's silly superstition. Greg finally walks over and with a serious tone says, come on, we want you to play. Mm. Okay. Oliver, seeing that they're serious, asks, you really mean it? Greg answers, sure we do. 
Let's show these buns. Let's <laughs> show these guys how to play basketball. Oliver, throw the ball to Greg. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'm missing say buns. <laughs> if you read it, read along the script, well, I guess you're not. Because I guess he meant guys, but he wrote buns. Uh, well, autocorrect a lot of times. Yeah. That's what I say, anyways. <laughs> anyway, Oliver throws the ball to Greg, and Greg jumps up in the air and does a layup thingy, getting a touchdown. <laughs> Peter then gets the ball, tries to make a shot, but the ball doesn't go in. We nailed it. You're welcome, Jenny. I <laughs> uh, put, gee, I hope their fragile vase doesn't get hit by a basketball, which is being played 10 feet from it. Right. Out of all the times they choose to paint shit outside. <laughs> you were just complaining about yeah. this. Why are they always painting in the room? Why are they always painting Yeah, inside? this season they've painted like five things up in their fucking bedrooms. And I keep asking Tack, like, why are they painting shit in their bedrooms? When I was growing up, I would have been like grounded for doing that shit. <laughs> and they have this garage outside thing, carport, carport. thing. But anyways. <laughs> all right. Scene 19. Back in the den, we see <laughs> we see Mike walking in carrying a model of a building along with Carol doing needlepoint. Mm. Mike looks around and asks, where is everybody? Carol sighs and says, oh, honey, the boys are outside playing basketball with Oliver. Whatever you said worked. Mike looks down at his model and says, well, I'm just going to take this fragile model <laughs> Out past the fragile vase Marsh is working on, then past the basketball game to my open top convertible and take it to the office. What's the worst that'll happen? Before he can walk away, Carol asks, oh, honey, can I see? That looks terrific. Mike says, yeah, well, it should. It took me almost as long to make this fragile, fragile model as it was the real building. I sure hope it doesn't get broken. Man, that would <laughs> is suck. For, is this for ants? What is this? A center for ants? <laughs> Carol points out something on the model and asks, what is this? Mike looks at his lovely bride for a moment and then looks back at the model and asks, what's this? You've seen a model before, right? Like, you know... You know what blue represents? You understand that this is an actual size, right? Like, tell me you understand. Like, shake your head. Yes. A center for ants. No. Mike proudly answers, oh, those are fountains. See, I've rigged it where you can put in real water in the little fountains and the water shoots up. The whole side comes off and you can see the little people in there and the lights work. Hmm. Carol seemingly impressed says, oh, honey. <laughs> So, Kara was like working on needlepoint. Apparently, she's done with the Afghan. She gave up on it. <laughs> like <laughs> Oliver ruined it. <laughs> so. And why? Why did he ruin it, Doc? Because he's a jinx. <laughs> so. <laughs> I hope that model doesn't get hit by the... Ba See, this is what I thought. I thought for sure that the basketball was going to come through the sliding door and, like, smash the model. I mean, it kind of happened. Spoiler alert. But 
Right. I thought it was going to somehow bounce through the window or something and hit the model like sitting there. Um, well, I thought Mike was going to carry it out like through just like you talked yeah, about. That's what I thought too. Yeah. You know, th- right through the game. Watch out, guys. Coming yeah. through. And I'm sitting there watching this going, really? <laughs> really? They're going to set it up like this? Right. What did you think, Eric? I didn't think. You never think. Actually, when I saw his model. Can you sit? When I saw his model. He referred to it as a high rise. And I remember thinking like, that thing looks so short. It's not a high rise. <laughs> Is it a high rise for ants? That shit's only like a foot tall. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looked like you made, you're making it to scale, like maybe three or four stories. It's not some yeah, high yeah, rise sure, yeah. Yeah. building, but he called it a high rise. <laughs> like Wustoff Hospital is taller than that. <laughs> All right. Scene 20. Back out in the driveway, we see the game still underway. Oliver frantically waves his hand, saying, here, Greg. Greg passes it, saying, take it. Oliver, for some reason, throws it out towards the house. The ball smashes Marsha's vase. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Almost trips Alice and successfully trips Mike, who's walking through the kitchen, which is two rooms in, Mm -hmm. with his model. His model for ants. He falls and smashes the model flat into the counter. Mm. Oliver just covers his face in horror. Oops. Like, oops, actually. Like when he starts murdering people. This was going to play. Carol runs into the kitchen asking, honey, are you all right? Mike stands up and says, I'm fine, but I think I just converted my high rise into a low rise. That's an Alice line. (laughs) Carol can only say, oh, honey, I'm sorry. Mike, looking at his broken toy or (laughs) model, (laughs) says, gee, and the elevators worked and everything. Oliver just walks over and leans his face against the fence. And goes out of focus. Oh, I didn't. You didn't catch that? Um, um, where the fuck was he throwing it? Like, um, to, I guess to Marsha? Like, I understand, <laughs> like, if it was going to be off a little bit and it, like, hits the fence and bounces over or something, but he was throwing it, like, 90 degrees from the basket. Like, he wasn't even, like, I don't know where the fuck he thought he was trying to throw Because Greg was, like, mm-hmm. underneath the basket. He, like, threw it to Marsha. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Um, but it's funny because um, amongst all the debris and stuff, I don't see any batteries. I don't see any pumps. I don't. What the fuck is he talking about? Where the water really spread? All <laughs> it was was any, a piece of foam. Like, didn't see any LED lights or anything. Yeah, it's kind of funny how that works. But when the elevators worked, what? Why? For the ants, tech. <laughs> Duh. No, Do you not fucking listen? A center for ants. <laughs> I mean, there was like you couldn't really see through the windows or anything, so it's like right, you had to take the side off. <laughs> you have to take yeah. the side off and look. I made the elevators work. like it's just little pulley strings that he would just go look. <laughs> Mr. Phillips, look, Mr. Phillips, like. Uh, but you're like, not looking. <laughs> elevators work. He puts like a black cloth. Okay, hold on. And he puts the cloth over his head. Now don't look. And he just pulls a string. Like, yeah, Mike, that's that's cool. No, you're looking at me. Look at look inside. <laughs> you know, like the elevators work, Mr. Phillips. I see it, Mike. Do you, do you though? Look. Did you did you press the button to go up? You, no, you got to reach in and press. Okay, come on, pretend. Come on, you got to press the button to go. I get, up. Where's the man I gave you? Make him walk around through the lobby. <laughs> 
I'll, I'll be the, I'll be the receptionist in the front. Of you. Good morning, Mr. Phillips. <laughs> going upstairs to your high rise office. Well, I was just going to take the stairs, but uh, will you play, please? <laughs> <laughs> Your hand will fit in the staircase, asshole. <laughs> this is so fucking dumb. This is stupid. <laughs> Every week we do this. We, do. Every we, week. Do. we go off on a tangent just make ourselves crack up. It's so dumb. We have a motto on the show. A 12-year-old mind is a terrible thing to waste. That's right. Huh. Scene <sighs> 21. The next day, we see the entire family loading up into the wagon to go toward the studio. Cindy starts by saying, boy, I hope we see a lot of stars on the tour. Marsha adds, if I run into Robert Redford, I'll faint. <laughs> Jan adds, me too. Alice says, I'll beat you both to the ground. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll beat you both with both hands. <laughs> Greg looks around and asks, is everybody here? Carol turns and asks, where's Oliver? After calling for mm. after calling for Oliver, he finally comes out walking out through the sliding door, of course closing the door by grabbing where the glass is supposed to be. Hmm. Oliver walks up to Carol and says, I think I better stay home, Aunt Carol. Carol says, but Oliver, I thought you were so excited about going to the movie studio. Oliver says, that was before I turned into a jinx. <laughs> Carol gives him the mom look as she says, I thought we were all over that. <laughs> it sounds weird. <laughs> Oliver matter of factly says me too, but it happened again. Carol in a giving up voice says, okay, that's it. If Oliver's not going, I'm not going either. Right, Greg. Greg <laughs> says, all right, bye mom. <laughs> I thought it'd be funny if you did that. <laughs> Greg says, Right. And if you're not going, I guess I'm not going either. Right, Alice? <laughs> Alice says, oh, oh, right, Greg. And if you and Mrs. Brady aren't going, I'm not going either. <laughs> I'm just a geek with a squeaky voice. <laughs> <laughs> right, Bobby? Bobby, not understanding, says, wrong i'm going <laughs> carol gives bobby a stern look saying bobby bobby reluctantly says just kidding greg then pipes up again whoa, saying whoa, whoa 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 greg pipes up now yeah he, yeah he channels peter in this one yeah <sighs> okay yeah, yeah okay all right greg then pipes up again saying see oliver if you don't come nobody's going to come how many times has eric heard that Nightly. The hell yeah. <laughs> Oliver, having had enough, says, okay, I'll go. But adds his disclaimer in by saying, but you're all doing this at your own risk. Hmm. Eric says that too. <laughs> Carol points at him and says, we'll all take our chances. As Greg runs around to the driver's seat, he yells, everybody put your seatbelt for the speed tour. Everybody put your seatbelt on. Same thing. No, this is a PSA. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. right. Everybody put your seatbelt on for the speed tour. <laughs> <laughs> but where some of the kids are sitting, there's no seatbelts. So what the fuck? You know, there was people sitting in the way back. Remember when you can sit in the way back? But I mean, why would Peter sit in the way oh. back and not Cindy? 
Like, what the fuck? Like, well, I don't know. Cause that's where little young, kids go. The younger kids should be in seatbelts. Or actually, they may. Did they have seats in the way back? Maybe. Maybe. They might have like the two like jump rumble, seats or whatever. Like a rumble seat or whatever it's called. Yeah. But there was like three people back there. And in fact, there's been times where Alice was made to sit back there. <laughs> Seriously. Why? Because she's fucking Alice. This poor woman, man. She's like our age. Can you imagine like yeah. hanging out with a family and then like, Jimmy, whoa, Jimmy, we're in the yeah. way back with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Jan, who was like fucking 13 at the time, she's like, I'm not giving up my seat. Alice can sit in the back. Um, you me hanging out with you going somewhere yeah. like tack what are you the doing fuck, dude get in the back <laughs> like I can't have one of the seats no no <laughs> the help rides in the way back yeah you're wait, you're in uniform right no go get, put your fucking uniform on what are you doing <laughs> act like you're a fucking civilian I'm sorry were you off the clock I didn't know you were off the clock <laughs> uh-huh. so Jan and Marsha are wearing light dresses, right? I guess. Along with Alice. Alice is wearing one too. Greg is wearing a fucking denim suit, as is Peter. He's wearing a brown denim suit. Like Jay Leno? Yeah. (laughs) Bob. Bobby's wearing just a fucking t shirt and pants. And Carol looks fucking stupid wearing a fur lined coat with matching (laughs) pants. I do remember that she had the biggest bell bottoms I've ever seen. What the fuck? Like, yeah, it's Los Angeles. Like, <laughs> like there's no denying this is Los Angeles yeah. now. Like they're literally going like the, you see the Hollywood sign. Like they're a few blocks from the and Hollywood she's dressed sign. up like she's going to like Michigan in the winter. Like, <laughs> <sighs> but also peer pressure is so cool. It's such a cool family. Yep. Later on when he's a serial killer and doing drugs, right, Eric? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Scene 22. Now at the movie studio, we see the Brady's all waiting in line to get in. Mm. Carol turns to the tour guide and says, we're all together. The guide counts the Brady's two, four, six. uh, Then confused asks, is that eight or nine? (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, this, he's once he gets past like seven or eight, the guy's yeah, just like, like shit, shit. I wasn't planning on this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hold this shit and count my fingers at the same time. <laughs> but when Carol clarifies nine, there seems to be some sort of issue. The guy asks, "May I ask your name?" Carol excitedly says, "I'm Carol Motherfucking Brady." Bitches only turn up with their friends. <laughs> I can't make this. Bitch. Right? <laughs> the guide begins trying to explain, saying, uh, Miss Brady, um, but is cut off by Carol saying, That's Mrs. fucking Brady. Bitches only turn up with their friends. I can't make this shit up, bitch. And then Carol turns like, see this fucking guy? Like <laughs> then chuckles her ass off as if she's getting hit on. The tour guide continues. Mrs. Brady. Excuse Mrs. Fucking Brady. <laughs> would you please step through the gate and to the side for a moment? Greg putting, <laughs> Greg getting nervous. As, shit. <laughs> shit. I know I should have left the shit at home. He goes, whisper winks over to Alice. Like, they don't have fucking dogs anywhere, do they? <laughs> so, uh, something, something, <clears throat> something wrong. <laughs> the guy answers hardly. 
Greg's like, oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) The Brady's stand inside of the gate watching actors in various costumes walk by. All of them ooing and eyeing. Why were they, why were the actors ooing and eyeing? <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. I walk in my costume. Ooh, oh, it's weird. Damn. Finally, the guide walks back to them and explains, "I'm Jim Douglas, and I'm in charge of Marathon Studio Tours." Congratulations, Mrs. Brady. Carol, with a big stupid grin, asks, "What for?" Mr. Douglas explains, well, you have nine people in your group, and the ninth is the one millionth visitor to come through our gate. So you win the grand prize. Everyone begins talking with excitement. Carol asks, oh, what's the grand prize, Mr. Douglas? He explains, well, you get to appear in a marathon studio movie. Everyone once again begins talking at the same time. Finally, Carol once again speaks up and says, Wait a second, kids. We're really so thrilled with this honor, but this ain't for detergent, is it? (laughs) (laughs) You dig? (laughs) You dig? Jen asks, are we going to be actors? Mr. Douglas explains, well, not exactly actors. You'll be extras. That is, if you want to have a lot of fun. (laughs) This guy here. Carol says, we're all game, huh, kids? All the kids once again begin talking all at once. Mr. Douglas tells everyone, if you'll all step up to wardrobe, they'll take care of you up there. Weird how he stuttered. (laughs) Carol then gives credit where credit is due for once and turns to Oliver saying, well, thanks, Oliver, because of you, we're nine instead of eight. Bobby adds, if it wasn't for Oliver, the people behind us would have been in the movie. Alice turns and asks, still feel like a jinx? Oliver exclaims, not anymore. (laughs) My work is like that. Like, I don't know if you notice all the bikes. The Palm Bay plant um, has bikes that you take everywhere like that. Just like in the... It's how SpaceX is the same way. There's like bikes and stuff you can take. Or even like when I was in the Navy working down the shipyards and stuff. Yeah, there's bikes or trikes and stuff, you know, with little baskets and crap. That's cool. Well, mostly, actually, not so much SpaceX. SpaceX is all about like golf carts everywhere. So... Yeah. These are golf carts. But you can take they have golf carts where I work, but you have to to take a class and you have to have a like a license, you know. Really? Like yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, not SpaceX. Um usually extras get paid. Right. So the the movie company is actually saving money by giving them this grand prize. Mm-hmm. Like it's not really costing the company anything. Nope. Which I thought was pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. They get um, a little bit of advertisement out of it and but, then uh free work. I like how Bobby's trying to rub that shit in. He's like, he's like, if you weren't with us, that bitch behind me would have had to do it. Ah, like He's saying it loud enough people to hear it and shit. Like, Bobby don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, what if Mike had been there? Okay. You know, so they would have had 10 people instead of nine. Right. So nobody would have gotten the grand prize. Yeah. Like, does it have to land on 1 million? It's the ninth person that would, that was walking in through the gate. <clears throat> right. So if it, if, if Oliver wouldn't have been there, but then, what if Mike had been there, which made him 10, a group of 10, then it, it depends on what order they walk in through the gate. Oh <laughs> well, no, it doesn't depend on what order. It just means the ninth person, let's just say, is mm-hmm. Oliver is nine, and Mike was number ten. Mm-hmm. So would it be like, okay, everybody from Oliver to Carol gets to be in a movie? Sorry, Mike. No, uh, it's just the ninth person, right? Like they were at like one million nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine. No, they were nine hundred ninety-one. Right. 
No, I gotcha. But I'm just saying because literally, like he, the way he worded it was like your last person was the one mate. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you have nine people in your group, and the ninth is the one millionth visitor, right? Come through our gates. So the, whatever group he's with okay. gets to do it. So if there was like six more people in the group, then so it would have been like. All 20 people would have gotten to be in this movie. But if like, <laughs> if Carol would have just went there by herself and she was a nice person, it would just be fucking her like as an extra, <laughs> like nobody else. Throwing pie in her own face. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Scene 23. On the set, complete with a guy in a director's chair wearing a beret, we see the Brady family all dressed up with their costumes. Skip Webster comes walking out and says, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I ain't doing no picture with these turkeys. You dig? <laughs> I'm fucking out like Elton John. You dig? <laughs> and then walks off set. I'm fucking out like Elton John. <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally, the director speaks up and says, okay, everybody, we're going to... T- <laughs> okay, everybody, we're going to go for a take. You know, because that's terminology they use. But it, seems, it sounds like fake terminology, but it's not like they don't know what the terminology is. Yeah, I know, is. right? Yeah. Like, we don't know. It's just right with just, just say they're going for a take. I don't know. <laughs> Now, remember, uh, Brady Family, this is a takeoff of an old time silent movie. Now, you know what you're supposed to do? Everyone talks at once with Carol finally saying, we hope so. Hmm. The director enthusiastically says, "Okay, good. Now, take your places and have a lot of fun with it. Oh, and don't look at the camera. All right. Everyone agrees with the director and says, "Okay, roll them. Yeah. Everyone says I guess, that. I guess it was the weirdest thing. Even like even Oliver was saying that shit. A gentleman runs up in front of the Brady's with a clapperboard, then runs back behind the camera. The director shouts, "All right, ready, and action!" As soon as he yells, "Action!" The Brady's begin making tons of noises for their silent movie. <laughs> the director gives them some instructions, saying, "Okay, now you hear the car accident crash." All the Brady's begin acting way better than they did in any laundry detergent commercial. <laughs> the camera turns to show two cars that have run into each other with two men arguing in front of them. We then see the Brady's run into frame, complete with Oliver wearing his sneakers, like his brand new sneakers. They're supposed to be old. <laughs> As the Brady's stand there reacting, one of the actors says, if I can't make all my deliveries, I'm out of business. Look what you did to my fender. How'd you, how do you know this? It was a silent film. That's weird. I don't know. I guess <laughs> I guess IVSP. One guy finally pulls a pie out of his truck and smashes it in the face of the other guy. Uh, no, they didn't. And begins laughing his ass off. Oh, no, they didn't. That guy then pulls out a pie and returns the favor, smashing it in his face. (laughs) As the Brady's stand there acting their asses off, a Keystone cop enters through them, but gets a pie in his face. (laughs) For some reason, Cindy, Marsha and Jan run and hide behind the truck. (laughs) Fucking get that. Good thing to do in front of a camera. Hmm. While Alice, Carol, Peter, Greg, and Oliver just stand there laughing their asses off. Hmm. While everyone, including the director, laughs, the Keystone cop slowly pulls a pie out of the vehicles and goes to throw it, misses, and hits Alice in the face. Alice goes to the vehicle, grabs not one, 
but two pies and smacks Greg and Peter with him. (laughs) Bobby, who's now doubled over with laughter, gets a pie to the face from Greg. (laughs) (laughs) Then a pie on top of the head from Peter. Greg and Peter do a very campy handshake mm-hmm. as they run back to the ve- to the vehicle yeah. to get more pies. <laughs> yeah. As everyone just laughs hysterically <laughs> yeah. for some reason, the director is heard saying, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As Jan, Cindy, and Marsha laugh, they each get a pie to the face by the boys. Finally, Carol gets one to the face. Mm-hmm. Leaving only Oliver left. Oh. Carol spots him and says, Welcome to the family, Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't say like <laughs> Just stop, you scare me. <laughs> As she runs over, puts a pie on his head, then they all throw pies at him. Mm-hmm. When the director finally yells cut, saying how terrific it was, he too gets a pie <laughs> to the face. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Afterwards saying perfect the scene plays out with everyone throwing a seemingly endless supply of pies oh man so oliver got alice's pie oh yeah just want to make face. sure yeah that sounds good <laughs> so greg hit bobby really fucking hard in the he face did. yeah yeah wait he like he almost matrixed on him yeah 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 <laughs> like a yeah. whip, like, yeah. Um, I guess like these actors, these the men actors. I once again to keep pulling like like these like the old vaudeville guys yeah. that are just like still left over from mm-hmm. Hollywood and stuff. You gotta use them somewhere. Um, why is Oliver wearing a girl's hat? You notice that? <laughs> I had like a pink ribbon on it and everything. Yeah, I saw your note, so I decided to take a look because yeah. I don't notice these costume stuff. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he was straight up wearing like a yeah. girl's hat. And second, why are the girls hiding? Like they're supposed to be in front of the camera. Why the fuck would you run and hide <laughs> behind a vehicle? Because they don't want to get it in their hair. You know how girls are. They don't want it in their Just hair. Just don't do it in my hair. I why? mean, What's don't get it in my hair. What's a girl? <laughs> um, so because the cop hit Alice. Yeah. Alice hits Greg and Peter. Like what the fuck? Like. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'll show you. I'm going to hit these innocent little boys. Like, what the fuck? Like, she went ahead no cop. I guess. Marsha. You should have arrested him all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just start taking him Just in. Start That's shooting how the show closed down. I thought my life was in danger. Um, Marsha looked like she straight up got punched in the face with a. <laughs> she got hit harder than, than Bobby did. She got hit hard. Um, but at one point, I don't have it written down, but at, pon- at one point, Jan, when they're all teaming up on on Oliver, yeah. you see Jan take a pie. <laughs> she over the top smacks him in the back, super super hard. <laughs> nice. And afterwards, you see Ann B. Davis react and say, "Oh, oh, come here!" And he <laughs> walks over to her, and me and Kayla both agree he looked like he was crying. But she <laughs> oh hit the God. she knocked the shit out of him. Who is this? It was Jan that knocks him. She hit well, him who? flat. Who Oliver? Oh. <laughs> he, she hit him straight in the back and I don't know if she knocked his breath out or what but oh, Andy Davis is immediately like oh oh come here you can tell he got hurt so poor baby angel it was hilarious but I, re- I really really don't get what's so funny about like everybody was laughing their fucking asses off. I don't get it like well I mean I think it's different if you're actually doing it versus watching it I don't think so 
<laughs> just saying, wasn't that funny? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think it's any. I would more be funny. annoyed as shit if someone kept hitting me with pies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would too. I'm not a big fan. And of I would feel mean food. doing it to someone. <laughs> right. I'm not a big fan of getting stuff on on this. It's the money maker, guys. You didn't see the mine <laughs> last night. Uh, <laughs> Hi-yo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, scene 24. Back at the Brady residence in the family room, Oliver is sitting there doing his homework when Alice comes walking in with a, hi, Oliver, writing a letter. Did you like my pie? (laughs) Did you like my pie? (laughs) Oliver says, yeah, to my folks. Sorry, (laughs) I get confused with homework and then, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought he was doing homework. Sorry, that's my bad. That's all right. He had like a whole fu- It's not a sheet of paper. He had a whole fucking notebook. Yeah, out. yeah. Um, uh, Oliver says, "Yeah, to my folks, I told them all about being in the movie and how much I like being here with everybody." Alice says, "Well, that's nice. We like having you here with us." Oliver points his pencil at Alice and says, "Right after I finish, I'll take out the trash." Alice, looking surprised, <laughs> says, "It's Bobby's turn to take out the trash." Oliver says, he shoved it off on me, just like he made me sweep up the garage. Alice, now growing concerned, says, well, that isn't very nice of him. Oliver says, oh, I don't mind, on account of the lizard. Alice, now really nervous, asks, what lizard? Oliver smirks and says, the one I'm going to put in his bed. Oh, burn. I know. Alice slowly nods and says, oh, just make sure it's out before he changes sheets. I'm just a geek with a squeaky voice. <laughs> or I'll be asking your folks to take me home, country roads. Go ahead and make jokes. <laughs> See if I care. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. Oh. Man. So what'd you think, Eric? It was fun. You were a little a little quiet. That's high. It's high. He's just nervous. <laughs> no, he gets nervous it's around nervous. It's called performance anxiety attack. <laughs> gotcha. He does it when he has to pee in front of us, too. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what did you what did you think of that episode? You think it was kind of dumb? No, I liked it. Yeah. I wouldn't like I don't plan on rewatching all the shows. What do you think, Jimmy? I thought it wasn't too bad. I mean, I, I was never a fan of the Oliver episodes. But who is? Am I right? Right, yeah. <laughs> right. Caitlin asked me last night. She's like, uh, how many episodes? And she has no, like, <laughs> history of the show. You know what I mean? She mm-hmm. doesn't know the history of the show. She's like, uh, how many episodes is he on? I was <laughs> like, all of all the rest of them. She's like, really? <laughs> I'm like, yep. He's on the remaining ones. Yeah. Hmm. So, Sucks. Yeah, it was all right. It was, uh, I don't know. It wasn't as bad as I remember, but I see what they were doing trying to add, but young doesn't necessarily mean cute. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? And being a little asshole doesn't mean precocious. They're not the same thing. So, (laughs) right. Yeah. I think it was just a bad casting choice. I think he's a a good little actor for a young kid. Yeah, 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 for sure. But I think this wasn't the right project for him. No, it wasn't. Uh -uh. And that was evident, by the way, he got canceled. Yeah, it's all his fault. Yep, pretty much. He was a jinx. <laughs> I like how you both look at it. <laughs> That's right. I said it. He's a jinx. <laughs> exactly. 
So, yes. All right. So, Jimmy, I have an email to read. Wow, it's been a while. All right. So, this one comes to us from Nicole. Ooh. Nicole says, Hi, Zach and Jimmy. Hi. Hi. Just wanted to write in and say how much I love the podcast. Mm -hmm. I discovered it about a month ago, and I have been binging it ever since. I'm almost caught up, and... Though I'm sad to see that you are nearing the end of the Brady episodes, I'm excited to see that you guys will to see what you guys will do next. Mm, mm. In a recent episode, you had asked for suggestions on what to move on to next. Not sure if you've decided yet, but now. And I just wanted to suggest "Say by the Bell," since I know you reference the show a lot, yeah. and I'm also a huge fan. I know it's been done before, but not by Jimmy and Tack. It's true. Yeah. I would love your takes on the episodes. I'm not sure about the overlap between Brady Bunch fans and Say by the Bell fans, though, so I would understand if you went a different direction. I think Wonder Years, Mama's Family, or Andy Griffith would be fun. Speaking of Say by the Bell, while listening to the Johnny Bravo episode recently, I couldn't help say to myself, Hey, 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 what is going on here? <laughs> when I got to the end of the episode and realized that Jimmy didn't make any reference to the similarities of the Johnny Bravo episode to the Saved by the Bell documentary yeah, episode. I didn't think about that. Well, we made a we we made a reference to Friends Forever, right? I think so. Friends Forever. It's yeah, pretty cool. I thought so, yeah. Zach Attack. <laughs> anyway, you guys are still awesome, and I can't wait to see what you do next. Have a sunshine day. Aww. That's cool. Yeah, they, the same of the bell has been done, and now there's obviously everybody knows that the whole Mark Paul Gossard one that's been doing done now. True, but that's not the good one. And Nicole, like the good one, is the one that uh, what's her name? Um, uh, well, it's called Good ba Go Bayside. Yeah, Go Bayside. But what's the girl's name? Um, um, Richardson. Yeah, April Richardson. April Richardson. April Richardson does one called Go Bayside, and what she does is she has stand-up comedians come in that's never seen the show before, <clears throat> and she has them watch it cold, and immediately afterwards they record the podcast and they kind of go through loosely like we do, and it's mm -hmm. hilarious. It's great. So if you like, if you like, um, Saved by the Bell. She's not a sponsor of the show. We've never met her or anything like that. But um, well, we've talked to her. We've talked to her. Yeah, but yeah. we've never met her. Um, mm -hmm. She's she did a great podcast. I don't think she did any more, but she did the series in its entirety, and she does a great job with it. So yeah, we may or may not have stole. <laughs> no, it was inspired. We were inspired, inspired by, by it for sure. But yeah. it's they're totally different. The only similarity is that they go through a show. That's it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't think she goes through as deep as we do. No. So. Well, plus they go through it cold with a guest every time. We, we don't. That's do true. That. True that. True that. Oh, uh, why you do that? <laughs> but thank you for the email. Appreciate yeah. It. All right, Nicole. Well, we definitely appreciate that. We love hearing from you guys. And we had fun here today. We did. So don't be offended. We do love the show. We're not racist or sexist. I mean, Eric is, but we're not. That's what's most important. What? <laughs> <laughs> and we would also like to thank our guest today. Thank you. So thank you for coming out. We appreciate, appreciate that, Eric. So did you fun. have a good time? Or? Do we have to get dressed now? or <laughs> no, no. You can stay as long as you want, just like okay. that. Okay. Thank you. I think the last, yeah, well, I think the last time we recorded together was the last episode of Taint Funny. Yeah. It was a That's while ago. crazy. No, you did some Twisted 10, right? Oh, I might oh. have. I don't remember. I wasn't there. No. Oh. I don't remember. You did some Twisted Ten. You did. Yeah, but, but I said but the last time we recorded uh, together, you're like, no, you did Twisted Ten. Like, oh, oh, okay, okay. I guess. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you weren't there with like? I don't think no, so. I don't no, remember. Maybe not. 
But anyway, well, that's cool. A lot of nostalgia there. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still have that video. I don't know if you remember, but I put that 360 camera in the middle of the table. Yeah, yeah. I still have that video on my computer. <laughs> I think I still have it somewhere. Too. Yeah, it's awesome. You sent it to me. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming out, buddy. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. We would also personally like to thank our producers from Patreon, because without you, this couldn't be possible. Mm. And of course, we're, we always give a special shout out to Jenny and Jim, because they were the ones that started it, and they were the ones that took a chance on us, and you know, the first ones to support us. So mm-hmm. uh, we do appreciate it. Indeed. Some homework assignments. Check out the website at www.averybreedypodcast.com. And do a rate and review uh, on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or CastBox. Tell two friends about the show, or if you don't like them, tell two enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Send an email to the show, just like Nicole did, and tell us how you like or disliked the show. Yes. Oh, at a very bird podcast at gmail.com. Join the Facebook group and join in the conversation and the fun at a very pretty Facebook group. And if you'd like to be a producer, check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash a very Brady podcast. Follow our Instagram at a very Brady podcast. Follow us on Facebook and get real time updates. So if we're going to be late on the show or something like that, some important info, that's where you're going to find it first. Check out the retro network. If you like the retro aspect of the show, like the, the nostalgic part, you'll love the retro network. So check that out at the retro network.com and check out our T public store for merch. And the link is in the description of this episode and every episode episode and last but not least if you don't do anything else go watch the brady bunch mm-hmm. and tag now yeah is going to tell you how to do it go ahead tag all right so the next episode you're going to want to watch is season five episode 18 entitled two peats and a pod Aww. it's peats like peas <laughs> like peas <laughs> and carrots <laughs> A new student at Peter's school could pass as Peter's identical twin, which Peter takes advantage of when he has two dates on the same day. You mean like it's <laughs> like it's like April 12th and 13th at the same time? <laughs> no, I think it's more of like a, like a three company situation where ah. Jack has two dates at the, what's that place called? The Eagle Beagle or what is it called? Uh, Regal Beagle? Regal, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> And then Larry keeps going up. Twins, Jack, twins. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> and Mr. Furley's out the door going, <laughs> just making faces. Never mind what I'm doing. What are they doing? Nothing. All right. Oh, Amy. So, Eric, did you want to, did you want to, um, to give any of like how the people can follow you if you get any projects coming up? Do you have any past projects that you want to advertise? or Don't follow me. Don't follow you? <laughs> don't worry. He'll follow you. <laughs> I don't have anything. No? Yeah. Okay. Nothing. I, I encourage you to go um, go watch some of the old Taint Funny videos that we had, because I'm telling you, Eric would, would just <laughs> fucking kill it every single time. Thinking, every single time. I'm we thinking we might put some links here. Up we need that. to. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and the, the, the compound? Is there a link to that? Yeah, uh, yeah, get one together. Okay, we can put that in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So we'll set we'll we'll set all that up in the uh, in the description, and you can check out Eric and see how funny he is, and, check and uh, encourage him to, <laughs> to do more. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Tack, unless you have anything else, Eric, what do you got? Anything last thing you say? Final words? No, goodbye. Thank you. Love you. Talk to you later. <laughs> all right, I'm good. I'm gonna right. go home make dinner. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All right, in that case, I have been Jimmy. And I've been Tack. And this has been a very pretty... Oh, I'm sorry. Go and ahead. I've been fat. What? <laughs> <laughs> and this has been a very pretty podcast. And we will see you on another sunshine day. Keep smoking. 
This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.